listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Check out this lame bride calling me up. I know it's I know I'm fine as fuck, but she got the hot nail vapors. I ain't stacked no paper. I don't walk around wearing gators. Shit, I'm still walking. I'm still the same poo. I still do the things I used to. I still hang with the same crew. The way I act now, I blame too. The other chick I speak about got addicted to the fame too. I rocked a couple joints. The album sell. I got a couple points. Small change to the pockets. I don't understand this bride's logic. I break bread with the fam before I hit them with a piece of profit. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Y'all's Rod and Karen. And we are live uh, on location, uh, not so much live on the internet, but we are live on location with Shadow Dog Productions and all the crew mm-hmm. um, here in uh, beautiful South Carolina, the home of slavery. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> and we have, uh, Charleston's my favorite city. It's, oh, we it's love beautiful. Charleston. We're going to get there again and have a trip and tell y'all all about it. Um, and in the, in the, in the nice, warm, uh, like teens degrees of weather up here. <laughs> it's going to um, be 71 by Friday. 71. I yeah, can't wait. That's how people get sick. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Well, we got some guests in here and we'll also have people hopping in later, uh, today. Cause we got a lot of different, uh, stuff going on, but, um, I'll start first with, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Dexter, what's going on, man? That's going pretty good. That's one of the the worst weeks as far as like you know actors just randomly skipping on us. You know? Yeah, so I'm I mean, pretty mad, but like hopefully you know humor is angry anger with this makeup on. Yeah, right? so, <laughs> like you know, so like hopefully like my rage will be funny. Well, I think um you know this cold weather down here uh, yeah. seasonally like it probably just messed a lot of people up. I, I, right before I. Uh, we came in here. I saw an article that said four people died in North Carolina Jeez. from from crashes and stuff. So right. I was like, first I was like, I can't believe those people. And then I was like, I guess it's better than being dead. I don't know. Was there any snow in North Carolina? Because somebody was like, Well, I can't come tomorrow because like of the snow. Like, you know what? Last night we saw some ice. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, like I don't but, know. Which was crazy. But, like, it was just but I didn't see any snow. But like Boston, New York, New Jersey, they got snow. Right. Right. Well, yeah. We of got girls blizzard. I was here today said they got three inches. Oh, really? There yeah. were yeah. there were other places. Oh. In yeah. This the weather makes no sense because like some places right now it's like fifty degrees and then Charlotte it's like twenty. I don't right. understand what's happening. This see, this is Donald Trump's fault. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got we got our girl Danny in here. What's going on? Hey. Hey, Danny. Hey, yeah, um, doing good. Uh, I said Danny. I thought you said Danny. Yeah, Danny. Sorry, no, it's me. You guys can tell Danny's in the room. He interrupted Danny's perfect intro. Stop it. Oh, my God. He's trying to steal your thunder. I'm the god of thunder. Anyway. All right. You kind of look like Thor. I've been called worse. I've been called way worse. Yeah, yeah, Thor's kind of a compliment there. But, yeah, I'm doing all right. I've been sipping on a ton of tea, ginger, and honey. Uh, I, I was uh, really worried because yesterday I was talking like this all day yesterday. Mm. So I am amazed that I was able to come here for voice work. I was like, I'm making it. So I um, I don't know if you can get doped up on Ricola, but if you can, I'm probably there. Well, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> uh, and I'll go back one for a second because to my left now is uh, also my main Dane Goodwin. What's going on, What's Dane? What's up, man? I'm it's good. It's been a while. I know. You've been on the show. You been good? Yeah, been great, man. Awesome. Glad you could come through. Always um, a pleasure. And uh, coming back all the way around, uh, we got our girl 
who you guys should know from what's the tea podcast <laughs> i feel like if you listen to us the us you should be listening to them uh it's my girl nick juke what's going on hi hey, hey boo hi. i get to touch nick oh, juke y'all nick and are sitting next yes. to each other this is of, the best thing ever <laughs> there's a lot of black woman love over there yes, okay. yes. <laughs> and then of course um you already know the co-host karen uh, she introduced herself earlier and then we also have uh mike who you guys may remember from uh being stilt man and from coming to awesome con dressed up in that uh awesome costume yes. and scaring the bejesus out of everybody yes. what's going on mike yeah, not much all Doing right good. glad you can make it man uh now we have a lot of stuff to get into today guys okay there's a lot of news and i don't know where to begin because the world's crazy right now um dexter did you want to have anybody say anything about sponsorship before we start uh yeah actually we are starting a new sponsorship uh you know tomorrow even though we're recording this on saturday yeah that was, that, you know the magic of through the magic of time travel and podcast right <laughs> <laughs> we are we are actually in the future right now yeah we are so, um mm-hmm. yeah buy my shit yeah. Yeah. I mean, to go to iTunes and buy my shit. You know, ride like tweets out links, and um, we're gonna have a uh, the the Chris album is finally gonna drop in a couple weeks. We had a couple audio Ooh. issues. I had to have some like scientists, like whatever, you know, fix it. Um, and Nicole, we're gonna be doing an album with her soon. Oh so, wow! That's yeah, and then you know, y'all getting breaking news. Y'all getting debuts. Yeah, and right? releases right now on the podcast. Come on, Dexter about to finna help me get my egot. Yes. <laughs> what would you call an album of your your acting work, your audio work? What oh, would you call that album? That's a. Hmm. Can we can we get hella past the iTunes? <laughs> I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can get hella fast. You can yeah. I, I, yeah. I, will, I will call it. He- Hella interesting. <laughs> yes, hella interesting. Hella interesting with Nicole. Yes. There you go. Yes. There you go. My new talk show. Hi, welcome to Hella Interesting. And you get one up on Reggie. He ain't yep. did this yet. <laughs> I do want him. I want him on here though. Like some point, if he ever comes this way, man. If yeah. I ever see him again, I'll let him. Yeah. Know. <laughs> He's a star now. Yeah, he's a superstar. Yes. Um. All right. So I think I do know where I'm going to start, guys. I'm going to start with some random thoughts. I don't have many, but I did want to throw this out. Um, so the other day we went out to eat at this place called, um, South something. It's like Mexican fusion food, which, mm-hmm. um, is always interesting when that was like fused with what exactly. Right. <laughs> um, but I went to order these tacos, right? I was like, oh yeah, let me get these three tacos. But then the waiter kind of leaned in and he was like, oh man, those tacos, those are street tacos. <laughs> And it sounded uh, kind of vaguely racist. I was like, "What? What's wrong with tacos?" <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, man. Street tacos are awesome. Yeah, yeah like awesome. I'm from the streets. Like I, I, I can get with those tacos. Like our street tacos gonna be like calling me essay. Or <laughs> <laughs> you know, it felt inappropriate. And right. It felt like he was shaming me, so I, I didn't go with the tacos. <sighs> Sad to say, guys, I went with the burrito. Oh. Which was only okay. So. Were, they, were they street burritos? They didn't say. Uh, Are uh, they even street burritos? <laughs> <laughs> what is the difference? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was disgusting. Um, <laughs> so and the basic, the basic burrito oh. the best Mexican yeah. food ever is Taco Bell. You can't oh. do it. You know what? Okay, well, don't, let, don't let our, our Taco Bell, man. Don't let our brothers and sisters hear that in the uh, Latina, Latinx community. I probably just made a lot of enemies. Nick Jew is from California. Yeah, don't so. do, that's blasphemy to mm-hmm. my country, to my people. You can actually get beat the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question, question. So street tacos, the smaller version. 
versions of a regular taco. To me, the mm-hmm. only taco is a street taco. So oh, I don't understand yeah. the emphasis on mm. the street part. I thought a taco <laughs> was where you, taco. That's where you get the taco from. I don't like, mess with them suburban tacos. Yeah. They're too stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever really. gone to those tacos, uh, the the mobile taco stand unit things or whatever? Food trucks, like those, the taco thank trucks. Because my taco friends truck? are here right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, you know Wait, the one yeah, that's the actually on wheels. What do you call that? A truck? Oh, they can't. When I was on the blueberry um, from there, yes, those were those amazing. are good. Yeah, like the, ta- ah, the they they tacos, tacos, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't know. I never heard them called street tacos until I went somewhere else where they make other kinds of tacos. Oh. I but, thought they were just tacos, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden. It felt kind of like the word urban to me. Yes. Like how urban kind of means black, except it, What about pink tacos? Uh, oh, pink tacos, whoa, I've never had whoa, those. Whoa. Okay. No. Yeah, you have. Mm. No. <laughs> are you talking about fish tacos? Yeah. <laughs> we hope not. What else are we talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it's like how urban means black everywhere, except for urban outfitters, where apparently it doesn't mean black. <laughs> um, if you've apparently paid any attention to them all. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say, and this is a small adventurous thing that we all can do, mostly all of us can do, and it doesn't cost us much. Oh, boy. But um, sometimes I'll go to, like, uh, the store, and you know how you have, like, the produce section or the fresh seafood or whatever? And I'll just buy some shit I don't know how to cook yet. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll, I'll then figure out a recipe and cook it. So the other day... I don't even know how you pronounce this, but we had uh, conch. Is that right? Or is it conch? Conch. What? Conch. conch. I never had it before. It was, it was awesome. Delicious. Conch like, I'm awesome. assuming it's like, what's in those shells. I've heard yeah, of conch I've heard shells. Of conch shell, yeah. I just People never. Apparently so. The fish dude at the fish market was like, nobody ever ordered this. He was shocked that we even ordered it because <laughs> right. he said that. He tried to get people to buy it whenever they have it. And everybody looking at him like, what the hell is this? Oh. I don't know how to cook it. You can tell he thought he put us up on game because he was like, oh, yo, y'all know about that conch? We was like, oh. oh uh, we don't know secret, nothing about it. Secret handshake? Are we supposed to like, <laughs> say the password to get this? But it was so good. I made coconut crunch conch soup. And mm-hmm. it was, and I, you know, I just so looked it up good. on all recipes, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just, I want to just give this advice to a lot of people. I normally don't give advice. But, um. <laughs> Be adventurous in ways that don't cost you a lot of money. That is yes. a very nice, inexpensive way of being yes. like, you know, spend a little extra money on dinner, made it myself, but, you know, I'll probably never go somewhere where they serve fresh conch, but at least now, you know, and I, now I know how to pronounce conch because of this room, but at least now I tried it. You know, I do that sometimes. So there you guys go. That's the tip of the day. Now let's get into the news. Nice. Conch fritters. Yo, I really was going to make those, but then I was like, if I fry something in all this oil, like, I never fry stuff, so. I want to try octopus fritters. See, takoyaki. I really want to try that so badly. I can't find it anywhere because it's like, it's like street food um, Mm. over in Japan, and so you won't find it in fancy Japanese restaurants where they actually serve Japanese Japanese food mm. because they're fancy so they're not going to serve those and then the other ones don't even know what it is so mm. I'm sitting there like I want to try this dang it <laughs> yeah I feel like um I feel like we all kind of just walk by the like variety of life all the, all oh, yeah. the time and you just don't think about it because like you, you go to the produce section or the food section you just get the same shit right like, sometimes yep. it's not even, like, a difference. Like, it's like, oh, purple potatoes. You know what I mean? It still <laughs> tastes the same. But I'll just do that sometimes, man. So I'm, I'm advising everybody to do that. Now let's talk about news, okay, guys? There's all kinds of news going on. Um, 
Oh, this is pretty much bad news. But uh, nationwide. Is there any other kind? I really do feel like that's all we cover. But (laughs) nationwide, police shot and killed nearly 1,000 people in 2017. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's crazy, though, because we just started keeping track of that. (laughs) Like, Just started. (laughs) You think we keep track of how many people we kill? Like, I don't know. Like, if I just kill, like, three people, I probably, right. just my personal it's self. Like a no doubt. For, for <laughs> my integrity. I'd Maybe like on Call of Duty or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> Call of Duty keeps track of how many people you kill. <laughs> exactly. And the police was really killing real people and was like, yeah. I rounded it down Damn. to three. I don't know. You know what I don't understand? Grand Theft Auto does. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah. Oh, no problem. And these are the ones that they report and they don't throw in other categories to keep the numbers down. Yeah. Right. You know. What I don't understand is, like, you know, black people, they know the name of everybody who's been killed by the cops. Right. Like, uh, find a white person who can name one white person who's right. been killed. Like, 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 I don't understand why they don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, I, and I know I'm saying today I'm a white right. person too, but like, you know, I've heard of a couple people been like, right. but I don't even care myself about white people getting shot by police. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, I don't understand. Right. right. You know? It's funny because like all lives matter will show up to marches where the black lives matter people are. Yeah. But then if a white person gets shot by the cop, it's like they don't show up to that. Like they don't give a shit. They, like, literally, you should be at every march. Like yeah. that's your whole job. Right. But mm. you know who is the Black Lives Matter? Yeah, they, like, yeah. like they were like, "Oh, you got shot by the police. We are here, and it and it doesn't matter." Yeah, that white lady got shot in Minnesota, I believe, by a police officer, and Black Lives Matter showed up to 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 say like, "We want answers. Why is right. she dead? What happened?" And even still, like, the All Lives Matter people aren't there. The Blue Lives Matter people aren't there. It's just so weird, but... But, like, if a white person gets a, <clears throat> a, a thrown out of college, it's right. national news and all the white people care. But if a white person gets killed by the cops, they don't care. Well, the key is, um, white people. if a white person killed, like, a lion. Now, so yeah. that, that would oh, shut God. shit down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. kill, like, an innocent animal, like... Yeah. You think, like, you killed a, a gorilla or something at the zoo, like, motherfucker, they'll burn your whole practice to the ground. <laughs> yeah. They smoked Harambe, man. Right. That's right. Yeah. See, they still... They got Harambe shirts. Harambe would have loved yeah. this, man. I, he would have loved to be here right now. Right? I, what we really need to do Maybe is just start pretending so. that black people are just, like, zoo animals. And right. Then, <laughs> like, oh, man. You didn't hear about Leon the Dolphin? Leon the Dolphin got but the they cops. care more about the, the gorilla, you know? It'll be a whole big ass march and shit. <laughs> At the end, we'll reveal, like, not just Leon, a regular dude, but I mean, come on, guys. We need to help. Um, but yeah, they shot 987 people fatally last year, wow. uh, which is two dozen more than 2016. Uh, so they kind of ramped it up a bit. Um, and uh, <laughs> towards the end of the year. Uh, since twenty, 20- <laughs> right, <laughs> right, they had to get those quotas up. But uh, since twenty fifteen, the post has logged details of two thousand nine hundred forty five shooting deaths, called from local news coverage, public records, and social media reports. Which means the actual police are still not right, right. You know, an agency that's about publicly protecting us and serving the public. Feel like transparency <laughs> should be on the on. I don't know a oh, given. So they going. We had to go to the news. Who, who you know shows up and investigate. I know a lot of people take them people for granted, but the dude is like, hey, you've been fucked over. I will get this done for you. That person is important because like that person keeps like these stats and statistics that they're using because the regular police department is like, you know what? Who needs stats? We need a police force to police the police. We really do, man. I miss uh, having like Eric Holder there because at least he'd investigate be like, hey guys, there was a lot of shooting you doing and what's going on with these emails? And now it's it's all done. The police got all the like, you know, um, 
regular murder and and uh, home invasion. They got all those statistics locked down and burned right. out every year, right? Right. Somehow they ain't putting their own shit out there. Yeah, you know? that's crazy. Because you, know? you know what? If you in Charlotte, we know exactly to the person yeah. how many people were murdered this oh, year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we know how many, it like how many, it, how many it went up this year. Too? Yeah, you know, and we all know that, but we don't know how, how they many got people their own shit. Shot. You know? That's yeah, that is crazy. I don't know why. And they that don't count exists. police shootings in the murder rate for a city. And they, but yeah. like, retweet if we know why that actually. You is, know where the best the place to hide after they don't murder somebody there. is behind a motherfucking bed. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> hey, listen, you want to get away with killing somebody? You should <laughs> have, of course. Like, you really should have. But yeah, um, yeah so uh, all so joking you, aside, they have like done studies on. Yeah, have you heard the Stanford Prison Experiment? No, yeah, have. they showed people put people in authority like college. Long story short. Two groups of just normal college students, same group. They gave one badges or put them in authority, and the others were prisoners. Within, they had to stop the experiment short because the people in authority were abusing, like physically abusing and beating up the people they were over. It, like, does something to you. It reminds me of this. um, There was this lady. She was an artist. Art corrupts. Yeah. And she was doing a, um, what was it called? Like an art exhibit. But the art exhibit was she put all this stuff on a table, and then she uh, stood and she told there she put a sign out that anyone watching the art exhibit was allowed to do anything they wanted to to her body for however long the exhibit was going to last. And you know, at first it was little stuff, you know, like uh, oh, I'm gonna make I'm gonna move her arm or I'm gonna make her stand instead of sitting or something. But eventually, people were doing stuff like spitting on her, wow. cutting her clothes off. People were uh, groping her and stuff like this. And she was like, it's a very traumatic experience, experience afterwards, but, you know, she wanted to be true to her, her vision. Yeah. But it just says something about people. Like, it does. Um, just, yeah, the innate, creepy. Yeah, the innate, like, I have power over this person. <laughs> Let me abuse this power. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was just normal people. Like, those people didn't walk in there expecting, like, oh, it's some BDSM stuff. Like, yeah. that was just some dude being like... I am going to rip this woman's clothes off. Yep, that's what I'm going to do in front of this room of people. Yeah, um, people suck. And then yeah. when people are anonymous, too, it's even worse. Yeah, exactly. So, well, the yeah. interesting thing is, since the beginning of film, everybody has bought the dirty cop narrative. Like, it's right. their favorite genre. On TV, movies, whatever, it's the dirty cop. But then, in real life, a group of people are like, the cops are bad, and everybody's like, shut up! Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like, we have training day. Yeah, that, that, dirty uh, Harry. Yeah, they, re- they remade that movie with Nick Cage about the officer in the uh, Los Angeles Police Department. It's like, just the most famous trope in movies, the dirty <clears> cop. <throat> and then right. when a group of people tried to tell the world that cops are dirty, everybody was like, well, what did you do? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> no, no, don't bring your reality into my fantasy. Right. <laughs> now, right. speaking of uh, police law enforcement, I think this one kind of uh, resonates with everyone in the room. Jeff Sessions is going to end the policy that allowed legalized marijuana to prosper. No shit. You know, so, yeah, people dying at rapid shock. rates from opioid abuse. Come on, but let's stop smoking weed, everybody. Come on, that's that's through the roof. And the thing is, he did it right after California, which has like one of the largest economies in the world as a state, mm-hmm. was just like, hey, we're gonna allow people to smoke. Like you people think is is not ironic that he was like no because truthfully, it's one of the things. But this whole administration is like take it back. Like he didn't run on that platform for no reason, and a lot of it is to take it back to the war on drugs. Take like 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 they're actually taking it back where more brown people get arrested because once Obama passed the law that says, "Hey, the federal government, we ain't gonna pass a law, but what we are gonna do is allow the states to have their own rights." The uh, population in prison went down because you know you were constantly arresting the same people and all that stuff, and they want to get these rates back up. 
for the simple fact that there's money in bodies. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to the prison system. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have these empty beds with no bodies, you're losing money. When people are profit, it does not need to be uh, privatized. It needs to be something that the federal government runs because when people are profit, you're going to do anything to keep that cost low. And especially if you just want to get high. Like, <laughs> some people just want to get high. They're not really trying to get into the moral implications of it, but I feel like it's it's such a uh, throwback to, like, I, like wacky tobacco and like reefer the, madness. madness. Yeah, it's such a throwback. Like, are we still on that in 2018? We're still on Apparently some like. So. Listen, you can drink yourself to death. We don't care about this heroin shit, but you better stay off that weed, okay? Just say no. I'm just glad the government's always watching over me and protecting me. Yeah, thank <laughs> well, you God. Realize you know? There's a girl suing for that because of like young girl. Yeah. Um, because she needs medicinal marijuana, and she's sitting there like, "What is wrong with y'all?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's suing. And that's the thing, it's 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 like a, a drug that when in a in a in a age where people are hooked on prescription drugs. You know, it's a drug that for the most part, no side effects, no you know, the, compared to the other drugs. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a commercial now for drugs, it'll be like a happy person playing with a dog or whatever and they'll be like, This drug right here will make depression go away. And then the next four minutes of commercial is just side effects and that person slow-mo playing with that dog (laughs) and doing happy shit in the background. But it's all like, might cause depression. You might kill yourself from Mm -hmm. depression with the depression drug. And also, don't eat. Because if you eat, you might blow up. But don't take this if you, like, got any, like, type of, like, uh, allergies or something because you're going to die from that, too. You breathe regularly. Yeah, and it's like, or you could just smoke some weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe... Get that a try. I'm not saying it will work, but just like, can I try that? And Jeff Sessions said, hell no. And this is kind of personal for me because last year I lost a friend to crap like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, she dealt with um, uh, panic attacks. And the panic attack medicine actually caused the freaking panic attacks. Mm. And she would keep trying to, she kept thinking that she had to take more of this medicine and it caused <clears throat> complications and she died. Right. Like, stuff hmm. like that, that is some BS. Right. And she knew that the marijuana would be able to help her. Right, and you have cancer patients that could use like uh, appetite, uh, it, it, like enhancement. enhancement. Um, you have people that uh, even like NFL players talk about like, well, Anxiety. actually, this Ricky weed Williams. helps yeah. me out. Like you know, and it's like we're, it's it just feels so weird to be this far in the future where you have like computers in our pockets, like as we walk around, and like our phones talk to us, and then we're still like. But you better not touch that marijuana because I'm right. telling you. But we well, have proven I, time and time again that cannabis oil is good for And I'm not sitting there like, okay, I'm not a smoker. You guys right. probably already know me. I'm not that kind of mm-hmm. type of person. And I kind of feel like that might hurt your lungs. Whatever. There's been mm-hmm. some stuff about it. I don't really want to put smoke in my lungs. But the cannabis oil itself is medicinal. And my friends probably chill with each other. And that's fine, too, because they're cool. I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, don't do this thing that's not really harming you right. or anybody else. You're not mm. driving well into the and influence or anything it, like that. For so. like a party that believes in small government, this is an overstep of government. For a party that believes in states' rights when it comes big to contradiction us. too. I thought yeah. that was crazy. It's states' rights when it comes to all these other things, but not this. This is the federal government has to step in. I think it's taking a stab at California. It, seriously, <laughs> well, it does feel that money. way. They, they exactly feel like they can't make money off of it, right? Cal- so cigarettes are regulated nationally so right. that tax goes back to the 
federal government. Right. So if there were a so way cool that, that they could make money off of weed sales in the states, then it would be fine. It's and just you like know, alcohol. Here's, so here's, and alcohol sales have gone down in the states where marijuana has been um, deregulated. Right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, no. Can't have that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the, here's the flip side of it, though. They do make money off the weed economy. Right, of course. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? They like, they're making money locking people up. Yeah. They're making money by uh, this overst- overuse of police force. They're going to make money with in law in courts. Like, they're monetizing it either way because people are going to do this. So it's like, I would like my government to try to help people do it in a safe fashion, in a regulated fashion. Like, right now, you know, you buy weed or whatever, it should be safe, but you don't really know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. It could be laced with anything, and, and, and I... Talking people to aren't going to give away, I'm just like, you know, I <laughs> yeah. smoked a lot of weed in my day and like people are not giving away those kind of drugs. Right. Like, it's just, it's a myth. Like you're, if somebody laced your weed with something, it's someone you know mm-hmm. who you're, uh, it's not like street uh, drugs that are contaminated. The corner, right. Like yeah. the worst thing is they'll spray it with stuff that's harmful to your lungs to make it smell better. So mm. like Raid oh. or, you know. Yes. Raid? Yeah. Oh my God. Not, oh my God. Just, <laughs> but that's even, even that is some like urban legend. Right. That doesn't even really happen. Yeah. And, and by the way, I'm not saying that. I'm just. These are the potentials of an unregulated market. Sure, I'm right, not saying. Right, sure. And I'm talking like, from an ignorant place, y'all. Right. You know yeah, that. I d- have it's never. It's just the flowers that you dry uh, out. Like, you can't. First hand. <laughs> you know, here's the thing I don't understand. Like, okay. Did you hear about this thing back around Halloween where they were like, you know, oh, be. Take care of your kids. Keep a careful eye on them because potheads <laughs> might give their edibles to kids as <laughs> trick or treat. Yeah. Edibles. And I'm like, man, nobody on the block. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody who Dang, takes edibles. I spent is... my good arm. I don't even do edibles. If I spend some money on some edibles, I don't care if I sit there and look at them. What a little kid ain't gonna do. First of all, everybody would know who that house was because the line would be outside the fucking door with just adults in sheets. It yeah. wouldn't even be kids. <laughs> It'd just be grown ass people like. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need Look at that whole long three. line of ghosts. Right. <laughs> Waiting for Got a lot of bandana around her head and that's her costume. Right, yeah. Right. Grateful Dad, bro. Grateful Dad. I need this yeah. money. Uh, it's tre- like uh, Jeff Sessions' house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People gonna be giving him cash. I knew you were gonna go there. The there was a KKK joke in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there are some sheets involved. Mark Zuckerberg says he's gonna get serious about fixing Facebook in 2018. I don't believe you quit kicking activists off your platform i feel like facebook already works the way that they wanted to work but they right. don't want to admit that that's how they want it to work which is like listen you feminists are causing a lot of problems yeah the, you're gonna have to go this guy calling you a bitch he's fine he's okay fine <laughs> you know uh saying men are scum ain't got time for that yeah i feel like if he didn't want to run for president he wouldn't be under so much pressure to fix the platform because, you know, Facebook has one job, which is to really make money. Um, and well, at so, least they ain't going to start a nuclear war like Twitter. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I guess yeah, uh, Trump do doesn't like Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook ain't the same. Because the thing about Twitter and Facebook, I realized, Facebook is not in real time. No. Mm-hmm. Twitter is always in real time. Because yeah. think about Facebook. Facebook, when it when I first initially got on, which was about five or six years ago, everything was in real time. Yeah. You could follow everybody. Facebook, like Roger said, about making money. So they got into algorithms. Yeah. So things that get the most like, regardless if it happened 10 days ago, will actually hit the top of your feed. It's Instagram you know? that too. Also. Right. So, yep. so, so you're so. not getting 
news in real time. You're not getting things in, in, in actual time that they happen. So because of that, that's why he's not on that platform. Because mm-hmm. if he says something crazy on Facebook, it might be days, weeks, and months before the masses get a hold of it versus you put it on Twitter. It's instant. It's there. The rabbit people that are around him will take it and put it out there and argue with people. It's like you get more of a instant feedback. And when somebody like him, he needs that instant. He don't like to wait long term. So why would he wait when he can get the instant gratification for his comments? Also, mm-hmm. it's a lot less character. So Correct. I don't think he likes to. He, he don't like to read, right? right? So like anything more than a tweet, you know, he ain't going to read it. Right. He's like 140 characters. That's the most I'm going without typos. So let's just stick to that. <laughs> like 280 is kind of risking it for him. At this I don't moment. even do 280. I guess I'm just an old fart. I'm like, nope, 140. <laughs> um, he yeah. literally said on tw- Twitter today, one of my greatest assets, I'm like really smart. Right. That's a direct quote. I think he even <laughs> said like really, really smart or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I, I was yeah. sitting there looking at that like, what? So yeah. he's smart adjacent. Yeah. He's like really smart. Yeah, and a really bad liar, apparently. Whatever. Believe me. <laughs> uh, Mary J. Blige is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yes, Mary. Woo. So, I mean, it's not, like, huge news, oh, but I'm happy for her. I like how that's up there in the news, like, nuclear war. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to, like, mix it up a little bit. Oh, my fault. Yeah, yeah, I like to mix it up a little bit. Get them, you know. Get <laughs> Catch them off guard. You know, get a little positive in there. Also positive news, Essence, the magazine, Okay. For, uh, you know, that I think most black people grew up with. Essence, Ebony, Jet, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Essence is now uh, acquired by an independent African-American-owned company. It's an all-black, all-women executive team, and they own the equity stake in the business. So, uh, for a while, Essence wasn't black-owned. Um, and I know that was, like, a thing that people used to, like, use against the like oh it's not even owned by black people it's like i mean but But it's not like when you read it like it's like when you read it the third page is like and actually the kkk was good you're like what (laughs) (laughs) what is this doing this week but uh yeah um um i think it's also the same company that um yeah that acquired shea moisture so people Um, were saying that's kind of a uh i saw one person say that this was kind of a conflict of interest and it was a little bit um what was the word he used? But basically, like bad, a bad look as far as the beauty industry because mm-hmm. they could possibly be pushing an agenda because the, they have so many different beauty companies that advertise in the magazine mm. to have that um, conflict of interest with somebody who owns Shea Moisture maybe not giving enough ad space to other brands or whatever. Mm. So it would just be all Shea Moisture ads. So we have to see how they actually handle it. Right. Yeah, I are can see that. They, are they going to try to rebrand? Because there's a lot of people that threw a lot of bottles away and be like, I'm not coming back. Well, I, oh, would Shay Marshall do that yes. commercial? Yeah, I feel like that passed over. Y'all y'all think people still mad about it or not? Black women hold grudges, so <laughs> I tell you right now, if they throw their money away, they're gonna have to work not trying to find they're gonna have to work to prove to black women because people underestimate the power of black women in their hair. Like like your hair yes. is something that people see, mm-hmm. it's something that people constantly judge and criticize you on and all types of things, you know. And so for a lot of black women, they were like <clears> they wrote <throat> them off. So that means they're not using it, their children's not using it. Every time you bring it up, it's an argument they were like nope you better not use that bring that around my house you know because that's how <laughs> black women talk and it's just one of those things where there are going to be some black women that's like i don't care and that's cool but when you throw your money in the trash can literally people throwing bottles full of, uh, mm-hmm. of ingredients and that stuff is not cheap right 
And so if you're willing to throw $20 in a trash can because you're mad at somebody, oh, they're going to have to prove their love for you to spend what, some more money. What says prove my love like spend a whole bunch of money to buy Essence, though? I feel like <laughs> it's a pretty good, just like if Melo brought Lala a ring, you know, after he like cheated Kobe on did. It. Yeah, like oh, Kobe did, yeah. the goat, the goat of keeping this marriage together. Um, a lot of, a lot of Jordan could have never. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if he, you know, I think they spread some bread to say we do care about our community. Uh, Essence is definitely targeted for Black women, so yeah. I hope, I hope it bridges the gap. I don't, I hope they're not, you know, forever trash or whatever. But I just, I, the one way I think they can is if they remarket themselves and rebrand themselves and do another commercial the right way. But they did four yeah. commercials and I, I I wasn't mad because I saw all of the commercials <clears throat> and the one that got the spotlight was just one commercial. Right. So I never was like, oh, they just marketing the white women. I'm, I was like, oh, it's a it's a campaign. Yeah. But, yeah, but for a lot of people, they only seen that one. Or so, a so, screenshot. Right, so that's why people had that yeah. response. And yeah. then everybody was like, well, it doesn't work on my hair anyway. So I'm like, okay, then you're not boycotting the thing that you weren't. <laughs> you just, I don't know. And breaking news for men. Okay, ladies, stand down. This Uh-oh. is for the guys okay. in the room. There's a new app that can now test the health and strength of your sperm. <laughs> Without a GP, whatever that means, the app available on a Amazon. Practitioner. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the app available on. Um, I thought it was stood for general penis. <laughs> <laughs> the app available on Amazon for the first time turns a smartphone camera into a microscopic lens, Whoa. so what? the checkup can be done at home. No, way. I did not know a smartphone camera could do that. What are we X-ray? We X-ray and balls. What's happening? I'm yeah. nervous. You have to take a picture. Oh. So you take a picture of your bowels? To the, to the of mic, the, of, professional. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to take a picture of your semen and then upload it to an app? Uh, apparently the... Wait, it's called Yo Home Sperm Test? <laughs> <laughs> You're making wow. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it it's really like, is called Yo Home like Is it yo. owned by Shea Moisture? <laughs> <laughs> Shea Moisture is trying to help people out. They're going to help us make babies. They're going to help us get essence. <laughs> Forgive them, y'all. Uh, but now it's available on Amazon. Turn your smartphone camera into a microscopic lens. Uh, so powerful enough your penis. to access a, a very tiny... <laughs> Tiny uh, uh, NRA uh, member penis, um, <laughs> but now it's able to access a tiny sample, which is dropped onto a slide and inserted into a phone clip. Uh, the FDA and CE wow. clear device said that it's ninety-seven percent accurate. It's the only test of its kind that an- analyzes motile sperm con- uh, concentration, which is the number of moving sperm. So Ray J would probably not do good on that. No, I'm never not. borrowing a man's phone again. Yeah. All right. Well, if you were already borrowing men's phones, it probably has sperm on it. So. Well, good point. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if we turn on a black light in here, all the men would just glow. <laughs> it was previously only available on the manufacturer's website, but it can now be delivered by the retail giant for fifty nine ninety five. The app developers claim it will be it will save millions of men the the often embarrassing process of going to the doctor's office. Uh, it said, process. I mean, um, I mean, what is your doctor putting up a billboard every time you walk through the door talking about the sperm count? Yeah. You don't know the struggle of being a man, right? Yeah, <laughs> don't try to judge us. <laughs> you know what? Women okay. have to go through women pregnant. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay you know what? Honestly, bad. here's the thing. Look, if you want your sperm tested, just go to a sperm bank and pretend like you want to donate. They'll test your sperm for you for free. How'd you find this out? <laughs> Dane told me. Dane oh, told me. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, every third Thursday of the month, I like to sneak into the local sperm bank and swap as swap out as much thoroughbred semen as I can with my own. There you go. <laughs> yes. You know, I don't. That's very troubling. Somebody got sued. Yeah, it says other home tests report. There were already other home tests. I didn't know this. Wow. They report uh, sperm. Market. What's happening here? They report sperm concentration, which is the number of sperm. But your sperm could all be dead or not moving, and you might still get a normal result. With yo, oh. which also shows you a live video of your sperm, <laughs> you're testing the swimmers, the ones that have a chance to reach an egg. Why do I feel like some of these videos are going to end up on YouTube or something? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, is that even porn? What exactly category I don't know. Yeah, is there's that? A, there's, a thin li- there's a thin gray line somewhere. Yeah. So you gotta figure out the way. Like, I don't necessarily want to see my friend's Facebook video of his sperm. <laughs> but I also don't think Facebook should take it down. Like, I also feel That's like... Yeah, I feel like Mark Zuckerberg would be overreaching if That's he took it down. That's what Zuckerberg's worried about. Yeah, it's right. He's heard about the app, so now he's preparing. He's like, I'm going to fix Facebook, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's too many sperms floating around here, guys. Yeah, Sperm you're going to float your sperm around. You're going to float it, and we're going to charge you $30 to boost it. Yeah, so <laughs> good luck to you. I'm like, look at my boys. They yeah, I know. They're swimming down. <laughs> <laughs> look at I'm the not, race. I'm not feeling enough sympathy from that part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> This, and they say, why is it embarrassing to go to the doctor? Yeah. Well, if a woman's in there, apparently they're going to be making jokes. <laughs> All the jokes. Right? Uh, but, yeah, that was developed by a Los Angeles-based technology company called Medical Electronic Systems. It aims to allow younger men to catch any issues as early as possible. A couple is said to be infertile if there is no pregnancy after one year mm-hmm. of normal sexual activity without contraceptives. In approximately 40% of infertile couples, the male partner mm. is either the sole cause or a contributing cause mm. of infertility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of men will never be willing to admit that. Mm-hmm. You say 40%? 40%. Mm-hmm. I like those odds. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a good chance it's her fault. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you can always run that. <laughs> I got two kids in the lobby. It ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we drop one egg a month to y'all 100 million jillion. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> release. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It's <laughs> <laughs> not our now problem. with yo, <laughs> with yo, I want to see the ads for it, right? Yes. Yo, my sperm is popping. Dude who does that college, the one like you don't have a job, you just sitting at home. I want him to be the spokesperson. I want, I want whoever oh makes God, the theme yeah. songs for one eight hundred connection to do the sperm, the sperm theme songs. It's connected to dating. Sites. Yes. yes. Oh, you can put your sperm count number next to your Tinder. Yeah. Like, like, hey, woman, you want this? Right. I'm gonna tell you right. They swimming, or is it be the other way around? Like, oh, right, right. My sperm is dead, girl. Yeah, you ain't exactly. gotta worry. Yeah. <laughs> no potency here. It's all good. <laughs> you know, they could totally put in the commercials like, now you got a legit reason to release your sperm at home. Mm-hmm. You can get them tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. I've been doing this for free my whole life. <laughs> I only know. Uh, all right, let's get to our other sections, guys. There's other things to talk about. Um, this is always the saddest section of the show. We're going to play a little game called Fucking With Black People. We don't have the music, so I'm not going to sing the song. But just imagine that the song is going. Okay, guys? A former teacher was busted on camera calling a Dollar Tree employee a black slave. <laughs> but what? She denies being racist because she is too educated. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Also, education plays a role here. I didn't know this. I just like that <laughs> no one's racist. I don't know what 
an act is that a person can do where you can interview them after and they'd be like oh yeah yeah i was i'm definitely racist i don't even know what i was doing <laughs> everybody afterwards like bag. it's just a news damn lighten up <laughs> my best friend is black I think uh, all those people could just avenue q it and and no, that's that a, a little bit racist. Yeah, <laughs> like come on, man. Like give me a break. Some of this, like it's definitely a racist spectrum or something. Like, right? Can you give a, yourself a rating? Like, what would you give yourself out of ten? <laughs> Listen, I'm not racist, but I'm like a, a high seven. Okay, <laughs> I'm close. Uh, a former teacher busted on camera calling Dollar Tree employee a black slave, denies being racist because she's too educated. Um, Pamela Sharma was accorded calling staff member Elise Fowler a black bitch Ooh. and a black whore <laughs> okay. Damn. and finally a black slave. All went for the trifecta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost reacted. Right? Yes. <laughs> At the dollar store. Right. I mean, the dollar store is going to be slow. They don't even <laughs> have one rest open. It's the dollar store. It's just a place for China to ship lead <laughs> out of their country <laughs> into much. ours. And that's why everything costs a dollar, and you have the nerve to go in there and act a fool over a dollar. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the hysterical shopper who was with her sister. Ah, uh, now see, if her sister isn't racist, I'm like, how did you not just clock your sister upside the head? <laughs> like, I don't even feel comfortable when I go out to a restaurant and someone treats the waiter like shit. Right. Right. right exactly. But if, like, you went full black slave on me, I'm like, dog, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is aha. What are you doing right now? Um, anyway, her sister, uh, was there and she continued to shout profanities before turning to someone filming them mm. and ordered them to keep recording black mama. <gasps> Damn. That's not even really racist. That's just like seventies exploitation. <laughs> <film>. <laughs> yeah. But she's smart. Yeah. Yes. You jive turkey. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> she then said Jesus was white, not black. She oh, how did we get here? Why did you bring that in? Yeah, why is she dragging Jesus into this? That like, feels just insecure. Just that like, uh, what I got right. to do with this? Right. That feels really insecure, by the way. You know, if everybody's made in God's image, I'm sure Jesus was like, don't make me bring my black woman out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't listen. I did not stay in that cave for three days for this. Uh, she yelled out as she finally, she was finally encouraged to leave the store following the confrontation. <laughs> That was her mic drop. <laughs> Jesus was white, not black. I'm out. <laughs> Fowler is still reeling from the verbal attack, telling WSB TV, talking to somebody like this is never okay. Being evil is never okay. Since the video of the incident went viral, Sharma has come forward to claim she's not a racist, but she was, in fact, the real victim, and that she was, in fact, the real victim. In what way? Get the fuck out. Uh, well, first of all, that dollar store employee made her be racist. And oh, yeah. Victim of that. Maybe she was drunk. That's yeah. saying. Because, you know, you get more racist when you well, you drink. drink. That's yes, that's, 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 that's that same said. BS people, you, like sexual harassers use. Right. Oh, well, I'm actually the victim. Her body was too hot. It made me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't have to come to the Christmas party. And she knew I was going to be there with my dick out. she went to the concert. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't help myself. And my thing She should have known. All right, she should have known. And my thing is, uh, why is she still teaching? Because yeah, if you exactly. have this thought philosophy, you think that about every brown child. Not trying to be funny. You're teaching children, regardless of where you, I don't care if you're God's counselor. Oh, yeah. You cross multiple races of children. So if you say this to the person at Dollar Tree, I know you think this about a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got some biases. Well, right. anything a teacher does, like they, they they dance on a pole in the summertime for extra money, they get fired from their job. Right. right. On, they, right. they do any, they step off in any direction but racism. Now, Sharma, you know? the teacher, is of Indian descent, 
she was approached by a man who asked where are you from and why don't you go back there according to her now what does that have to do with the employee at the at the store i don't know right um so then um she says uh fowler the cashier threatened to beat her ass (laughs) and uh the clerk got agitated and said you piece of trash you don't go why don't you go back to your country she said uh now why would a dollar store employee come out of nowhere like how what, 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 what right. happened what uh, ma'am you, paper or plastic also go back to your country you, you, yeah. but I, I guarantee you it's piece of this conversation that she's edited and chopped yeah. up yeah to make it is sound this is all the same com- uh, same encounter same that? encounter according <laughs> to her my question is when did, i would like to know the timing of this yeah because right. so, if you call me a black whore black slave i might say i'm gonna beat your ass and I don't know. I feel like that's not wrong. Right. No. Like, I don't no. feel like that person is as wrong as you starting this, but I would like to, there has to be video of this. Damn. Um, the only way to fight hate is with more hate, apparently. Listen, sometimes <laughs> you just have to hug a person to death, you know? We all have that friend who edits their conversations like all the shit they did to start the fight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, yeah, and they just came up and called me a motherfucker. Right. right. Like, literally, I'm like, just standing there. You know? uh, that person that you can't go out with. Yeah, you're like, exactly. Every time we go somewhere, though, you're the common denominator, you know? But no, nah, I, I mean, I feel you, Dane. I, I do think you can't really defeat hate with hate, which is why I believe in, you know, hugging Nazis and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> from, from the back, like like, like this, yeah. all the way to their like next nap. Cool. Yeah, you know, like James Bond. Um, but yeah, here's my favorite part, though. She goes, um, I wasn't racist initially, and I wasn't racist in the middle. It's not until I became the victim of racism. Who, that, that she that she became racist. <laughs> she so I have taught at black schools. I've taught at Latino schools. Individuals who go to be an educator are not racist. What? What? Wait, what? Well, you know, it's true. I, I wasn't fat when I started eating at McDonald's. Right. <laughs> like, you know, and I wasn't fat in the middle. Yeah, exactly. It's literally when I got done eating at McDonald's. <laughs> but yeah, zero to 100. I'll go around this way. to We'll get to the white people at the end. Karen? <laughs> Oh, she gets a hundred. All right, Nick Ju. A hundred. All right, Danny. Sounds like a hundred to me. All right. Yeah, it's Dex. not even a question, Hundy. All right. What about you, Mike? One twenty-five. One twenty-five. Racism scale. Oh, the hundred on how? Yeah, basically racism scale. Oh, so yeah. like, so like seventy percent would be like blue lives matter, and then like seventy percent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what seventy percent. Hundred percent would be like Sig Heil, and <laughs> <laughs> I put her, uh, yeah up there high nineties. Maybe I'll give it a I'll give it a hundred as well. Yeah. Oh, she didn't leave us a lot of room. To well, like like Karen yeah. said, she did the trifecta. You know? Yeah, like yeah, she hit true. the she hit the triple. You know? She hit yeah. the trifecta and added one to it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the unedited video comes out because I mean that's that's a lot. Um, Richard Spencer, who you guys may know as uh, from such hits as Charlottesville and uh, the Alt Right, <laughs> and getting the fuck slapped out of him. Right. <laughs> listen, listen, that. I or- played that on repeat. I wish I could have <laughs> had the app to look at my sperm as he got punched. I know it was moving a lot. Because <laughs> I- that dude was never caught, was he? The no, sniper? those Antifa dudes, they're good at that shit. <laughs> and I don't mind because it's white people doing it. So it's like, take care of your own. Like, that's a good ally right there. Yeah. It's like, oh, racist motherfucker. I got you. Like, thanks, man. How they um, never get caught though? Like, because most people be bragging to their friends at the bar and shit. Oh, yeah. Like he, he kept it under lock. Well, I don't want to tell y'all the secret, but 
it's just us in this room so i'll tell y'all that we have a secret underground railroad for white people <laughs> yeah. beat up white people for us <laughs> we had them in our house and stuff <laughs> <laughs> Uh, slap three Nazis. It's time for you to get right. Hey man, no, get in my basement, man. Police coming. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Richard Spencer got listed as Texan of the Year finalist by a newspaper um, for some reason. Yeah, what a so prestigious award. Right? Yeah, the Morning News notes that Spencer, a noxious white supremacist, was listed as a finalist for the 15th annual Texan of the Year distinction for his uncommon negative impact. This designation is not meant as an award, but as a recognition of those Texans who had <laughs> uncommon impact, which can be a positive or negative impact during the past year. The editorial section of the newspaper noted listing Spencer's claim to notoriety including him being the most recognizable white nationalist figure in this generation, crediting him with coining the term alt-right. He also, of course, participated in Charlottesville, um, and he has caused chaos on college campuses, uh, bringing hateful rhetoric uh, to colleges under the guise of free speech. Um, What the hell, the morning news? (laughs) Like, why do this? Also, I want to know who the other winners were now. Right. Like, if all the other winners were like good people, and then this year y'all was like, "Let's, uh, yo, they not even gonna see this coming." Like, we gonna flip it. You up. You know what? That that dude, the person that raised a million dollars to save them kids, we don't care nothing about them. Didn't they literally have a hurricane and JJ Watt raised yeah. like sixty yeah, fuck million Watt. fucking dollars? Fuck JJ Watt. Yeah. Listen. If it comes down JJ Watt versus Richard Spencer, give me JJ Watt a hundred percent of the time. Uh, even though J.J. Watt looks like the ultimate vision of Richard Spencer, like what he would like to see in the future. J.J. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Watt looks like the Aryan God that, that, that <laughs> Richard Spencer worships. But J.J. Watt raised all that money for those people, man. Like, he saved literal lives. And they would rather put Richard Spencer as having more impact. And it's in Texas. Right. This is shameful. Anyway, um, zero to 100. Uh, I'll start first with you, Karen. Uh, 100 because it's Spencer. All right. Uh, Nick, you? 100. Yeah, he's kind of in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Danny. we got a handful of people. Yeah. Danny, all right, 100. 100. All right. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, so Another he, solid. He's not, he's not Matthew McConaughey, and that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, that's the only Texan you care about, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> if, if Matthew McConaughey went racist, I would be hurt. Deep yeah, in the town too. of Texas. Yeah. If he was out there like, all right, all right, all right. Oh, no. Not my man. Did you say all right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Not my man, no. That's like yeah. Kevin Spacey is the one that hurt me. He was somebody I actually admired and oh, liked. Yeah. And that shit yeah. came out, and I was like, God yeah, damn, man. Yeah, yeah, I love Baby Boy. Yeah, I can't like, watch none of that shit now. Wait, yeah. Baby Boy? Not Baby, baby Boy. Wait, Tyrese? Not Baby Boy. I'm sorry, not Baby Boy. Baby Driver, baby driver y'all. Oh. I'm sorry. Baby I'm sorry, boy. black people that just got to type me a letter. About already halfway through this week. Right. Could you imagine? Wrong Kevin movie. Baby Boy? No, if Kevin Spacey played Snoop's role in Baby Boy, <laughs> where he kicked down that fucking fort on that little kid, listen. Oh. They done paused the podcast and went straight to Twitter yes, to cut I, you out. I, I right? For uh, Bing Rang's role. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was in the kitchen naked. Talking about guns and butter. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, wait. See, but then he had to lick Tyrese's head, and it just got weird. Oh, yeah. It just, it just got, got back to, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, I know so many people are like, what the hell are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, it, it is a old, and I'm gonna say older, but like a. But I was like, oh, because we old now, but an older that movie. Baby boy. Oh, we baby don't have to explain boy. this to the white people. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Karen's about canon. to translate. Well, I'm about to say, some black people that might not have seen it. They Woo, this is what? the canon. You need I to mean, you know, no, it's on the list. If you ain't seen it by now, you don't want to see it. It's fine. It's not a good movie. Oh, no, it's, it's not a good movie It's not a. It's not a good movie. But it's a hood classic. Yeah. It's a, a hood, hood classic. Yeah, like, hood you had to watch it. To get your black credential every year when you need to renew it, but it's not, it's, it's not exactly good. It's like Belly. Like, it's not exactly I've good never to seen me. That. See? Oh, belly is a classic, yeah. We all have our blind spots. But nobody spots. will tell me that it's good, so. Oh, I'm it's not, not good. It's not good, but it's a classic. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah. a lot of classics that people love that are technically not good. <laughs> all right, last one for fucking with black people, then we move on to our other segments. Georgia police arrested 70 partygoers. After no one owned up to bringing less than one ounce of weed to the party. Early. That's so ridiculous. Um, in Atlanta, an Atlanta suburb of Cartersville, uh, police arrested 70 people at a house party because no one would claim ownership of a stash of marijuana that totaled less than one ounce. Um, the, the police responded to a call of shots fired at 2 a, 18 a.m. on New Year's Eve. At a Christmas lingerie party. Here's, here's the thing. How is that fucking possible? I couldn't go to sleep on New Year's Eve because everybody be outside their house shooting guns. Right. Mm-hmm. All year is fireworks and guns. Sound That's good. it. And fireworks sound like guns. My assumption was the police don't respond to that because what the fuck else would they do all night? It's just, right. Like, I hope nobody really got shot. Let's just keep going. <laughs> but apparently they come out there and arrest 70 people because ain't shit else to do. <laughs> they had to break out the paddy wagon, basically. I was supposed to say, how many cops did, did, did one cop 70 people? Yeah, um, they called the whole squad down there? Let's see how many it was. It was a lot of them, because I've seen the picture. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was 218 on a New Year's Eve, um, a Christmas lingerie party, which I feel bad for everybody now. Right. Like, yeah. That had to be so fun. Jail records acquired by the Daily Tribune showed that 63 of the 70 arrests had all been processed with a single count of marijuana possession under one ounce. The report also noted that most of the people arrested are men aged 19 to 25, many of whom have been star athletes at their local high school. Who knows what that could be called for? <laughs> 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 they had a lot of fast twitch muscle arrests that night. Not going to say <laughs> what that means. After the arrest, the parents of some of the people arrested at the party told Fox 5 that they were frustrated by the lack of information surrounding the mass arrest. We just want our babies. One of the parents, Monisha Fezia, told Fox 5 on December 31st. They aren't telling us anything. On Tuesday, Taisha Fernandez, a reporter for Atlanta's WSB-TV, tweeted that some of the arrestees are just now being released 48 hours after their New Year's Eve arrest. Good God. Imagine spending two days in jail over some weed. Ain't got nothing to do with you. In Christmas lingerie. In in lingerie. (laughs) Who knows how it was going down in there. So... Yeah, um, zero to hundred. Oh yeah, they were all black. They got arrested. Uh, zero to hundred, Karen. Oh yeah, one hundred. All right, Nick Juice. One hundred. All right, Danny. Yeah, that's off that scale. All right, oh, that is some stone cold bullshit. 100. That is. All right, Mike. That's yeah, that that's some steaming bullshit. Hundred. <laughs> one hundred. Dang. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, that that's so fucked up. I mean, obviously a hundred, but that's that's just so fucked up because. Like, I just assume nothing could be done about gunshots on New Year's Eve my oh, whole yeah. life. Mm-mm. Like, I hate that shit. It's always oh, like, yeah. I always feel kind of paranoid. I go away from the window, you know, right. and then 
But it's Who like, knows? Hey, don't nobody want to own up to this, like, less than an ounce of weed? All right, everybody against the wall. Right. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. imagine the police came in here right now. It's like, look, we That's found, like, group. one. I'm pretty sure that was made illegal in the, uh, what, the Nuremberg trials? or, right. the, or right. the, the, Yeah, that's collective punishment. You can't do that. Like, if, we, if they walked in right now, it's like, listen, we found one ounce of weed under the couch. Uh, all yeah. y'all got to go to jail. The fuck? For what? For what? There's nothing Maryland. to do with me. Hey, it's right. his couch. Uh, once again, no sound effects. But we'll go to our next game. Um, well, it's not really a game. This is a section we like to call Taking Out the Trash. Oh, no. Yeah, where we talk about yeah, trash. Yeah, imagine you hit the fire truck. Beep, beep, right. beep. Garbage beep. truck, but yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Fire oh, truck. Fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little bit of local fare. That's usually how fire trucks sound. <laughs> right. Well, it's burning, y'all. The trash is burning now. Mm, mm, that is a tank on several levels. <laughs> yes, it is. I was trying to cover it up. I was kidding. I'm sorry. I kept it going. I'm, I'm terrible. If I call the fire truck department and I hear beep, beep, beep coming down the road, I'm like, oh, so I'm going to burn it down? Y'all just going to let me die. Okay. Cool, cool. I was like, why are you be backing back, in my house? You're going to be backing up. <laughs> there you go. No, drive. Forward to my house. <laughs> so this is kind of a local story. Charlotte Eye Doctor surrenders license amid sexual harassment claims. Oh, nobody yeah. saw it coming. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> no, he was not an apt pupil. Um, <laughs> I know. I risk I didn't make that joke as well. Uh, a firestorm. Uh, really, guys? Really? <laughs> this is what we do here. <laughs> act like y'all want to take me out back and give me 20 eyelashes uh, a firestorm of sexual harassment claim I'm just going to keep going as long as so these jokes not high brow enough for the show is that what's happening right now I mean you know Rod in hindsight mm. 2020 maybe you probably mm. shouldn't have made some jokes <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a single tear coming from my eye now <laughs> uh, but yeah a firestorm of sexual harassment claims is putting a local eye doctor out of business NBC Charlotte has learned that Dr. Jonathan Christenberry. What? From the Christenberry Center? Yes. yes. That dude is big here. He be having a show. He, be, he got a big ass sign and downtown with his face on like, it. He is really big here. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Well, not when they said about popularity or power or authority, mm-hmm. you're starting to feel like you are big shot. You don't feel like you have to. I, yourself I mean, I mean, so I mean, what, <clears throat> so because he was putting stuff in their eye, he was putting extra stuff in their eye. I don't know what that means. I really but, hope uh, that, that, no. That yeah, sounds I terrible. I feel like he made a spectacle of himself. <laughs> uh, it comes after multiple lawsuits and allegations in front of the North Carolina <laughs> Medical Board. NBC Charlotte obtained a copy of the document showing Dr. Karen just got it. It's showing Dr. Christopher's signature. Oh, I cracked myself up, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Dr. Christopher's signature uh, to surrender his license. Karen, please focus. Uh, it's now- hard to focus when something is in other people's eyes. Now NBC Charlotte is learning more about the allegations against the popular Charlotte Eye Doctor. Attorney Meg Maloney represents three different women who filed separate lawsuits against Dr. Christenberry. Maloney tells NBC Charlotte the doctor would intentionally hire young, beautiful women. Mm. I feel like that's every doctor, but yeah, okay. Yeah. time you go through, yeah. Like, sometimes know. you go in a doctor's office and you're like, this nigga, I've heard. Like, right? <laughs> everybody in like, here everybody, dumb. Like, everybody's under 30? Like, there had to be some experienced 60-year-old woman that you just completely overlook like no right. Janice. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I'm gonna hire these titties. <laughs> 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 okay, um, nothing about your experience. But then, uh, but then she says uh, she came with. Uh, she says uh, that came with unwanted physical contact, which is too racy for TV. Talk about someone who's in a position of power, influence over influence over others, the sole owner of a business or the majority shareholder of a business that takes free reign. The lawsuits filed earlier this year include allegations back to at least 2015. Meanwhile, Maloney says three other similar cases are pending before the North Carolina Medical Board. In the midst of it all, Dr. Christenberg surrendered his medical license. Wow, mm-hmm. it get real then when you were like, you know what? I give it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> A hearing with the medical board scheduled for mid-December has been postponed, but Maloney says the civil lawsuits are moving forward. They describe a pattern of practice of uh, behavior that shouldn't take this long to be resolved. When you look at the seriousness of the allegations and how long they've been going on, said Maloney, NBC Charlotte made multiple attempts to reach Dr. Christenberry, including stopping by his office and leaving voicemail. However, none of our calls got returned. Yeah, because you have to think, with somebody like that, because that place is real big, so him being kind of the sole owner and that kind of, because a lot of times, a lot of doctors split like somebody and somebody, normally not by themselves, mm-hmm. so now you have employees and all these other people kind of attached with you, all of a sudden now they're out of work. Oh yeah, I'm sure he couldn't envision this mm-hmm. when he started. Mm-mm. You know what, he probably locked it up. They probably came one day and it was like locked up like 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 a lot of people jobs when you show up at the windows and they close, they don't tell you, locked up with a note that said it ain't open no more. Right. I mean, because how how could you know this? Yeah, if you had like an eye appointment that day, it's like, what's going on in this office? It's all this tape and police and shit, but. um, She uh, done ignored your last three jokes, by the way. It's okay. (laughs) Envision, you know, Mm -hmm. focus. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. This is what I have to work with. You know, if I, I was the late reaction. If, I was, a, if I was him, if I was him, I'd just tell everybody I got framed. <laughs> oh. um, you know, when you look at it through a certain lens, mm-hmm. it's really bad. I just feel like he should never be making physical contacts with people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn. See, this is what happened. He can't pass his own eye test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cover one eye. Now, what is, <laughs> is this clear or is this not as clear? One or two? My penis or nope? Okay. <laughs> is this like one oh, finger or two? One, right. two. <laughs> Tavis Smiley PBS show was pulled from the air amid credible misconduct allegations. Yeah, good. Yeah, he uh, was suspended indefinitely. Um, uh, and it was because one, he had a pattern of like abusive behavior at the job, like talking down, talking bad to people, mm-hmm. which I always think. Uh, I do think it's connected, like, the way that we treat people in power and we embolden them to be dicks and the sexual assault abuses. I think it's, like, I like I know Me Too is obviously about sexual assault, but I, I hope one day we make it to the next one where we're just like, you don't have to be a dick to do this job, right. you know? Because we are, especially, like, in artistic spaces, you know, like, working with Dexter, you know, you come in here, you're like, oh, cool, I got treated with respect. But the first time that we ever... um we're doing this. I was nervous. Like, I hope I don't come in there and then, like, I fuck up a line and he's just gonna be like, man, what the fuck was that? You didn't memorize the script, bitch. Like, cause you, you see it on TV and stuff all the time and we praise it. Like, oh, the passion of this man. Only a tyrant could make a movie that's beautiful. It's like, I don't know, dog. You could probably be a nice dude and not do this. Like House. You know, House was like a big dick and it was, uh, you know, yes, as a medical professional, he's yeah. so great, but he's also a dick. Yeah. Thing is, Dexter will still maybe say that, but he'll say it laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, give me that take again, you know. But that, like, that's the thing is, um, but we do lionize it, and and so many things like, uh, 
oh, this person is a genius, but they're a tortured soul. And that's why they're a bad father and a bad person to work with and a bad husband and a bad... It's like, I don't know, man. There's some people that are geniuses that also aren't dicks to people. Yeah. Anyway. I can, I can be the first to empathize with pretty much anybody, but just because you empathize or may know a backstory, that doesn't excuse the act. Right. Like, I mean, like, this doctor may have been great guy when he first right. started out may have had the, a great vision uh-huh. anyway but like like stuff happens to you as you get into power and i get that that's a psychology thing but i'm not right. gonna excuse you right i'm not gonna you don't there has have to be some to accountability be you, you know don't have to because i because like i've worked places um where like you have an overbearing manager yeah and i always feel like they have a negative effect on the workplace like yeah, my work goes down mm-hmm. the more you're over my shoulder right like i'm more prone to make mistakes because now i'm not clear with my, with my working, right? And then you get a higher yeah. turnover rate, too, so you have to keep getting new people that you have to keep training and jobs. Exactly. Right. Wants Even to leave like you. football coaches to see that a lot. Negative criticism, a lot of people, some people respond to that, and then some people just get pissed, like, you know what, I'm going to mess this next play up. I'm not going to just Yo, hurt you. Yeah. Football, uh, football, another place. We lionize yeah. bad people's mm-hmm. traits, or, or people's bad traits. We lionize it as a positive. Like, oh, he's fucking cussing his quarterback out and he like grabbed the ref and it's like, that's actually crazy. He loves the game so much. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Variety reported that MSK uh, is the outside law firm referencing PBS's statement and that their investigation found Smiley engaged in sexual relationships with the subordinates about after 10 reports from witnesses, men and women of varying employment levels. Most were former staffers according to Variety. Um, the other th- ovarian. The <laughs> other thing is so. <laughs> right. The other thing is that he did an interview, kind of defending his uh, actions uh, at one point, and I can't play the audio here. But one of the things I thought was interesting: one, he was like, "If I, a lot of people meet their, you know, their loved ones at work, they meet their spouses at work. So where am I supposed to meet people if I can't meet them at work? It's like, well, when you're the boss, <laughs> right? It's a little different, yeah, because yeah, there's exactly. a power structure attached." What if uh, we, our relationship goes sour and now all of a sudden I'm not getting the extra hours I was promised or this project that you seem to be enthusiastic about when we were fucking, now you just don't, you're not as enthusiastic or you yep. fire me or something like that. Um, and then the other part of it is um, there's a lot of places people meet people. Like that's, right. not, like that's not the only place. And so he ends the interview with this anecdote. Where he's telling the story of like, he's like, well, because they were like, have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever done anything inappropriate work? He's like, well, of course, you know, we all make mistakes. Um, I was interviewing a young woman one time and uh, at the end of the interview, you know, it was going so well. I thought we had a good rapport. And I said, you know, I almost <laughs> wish I was uh, trying to date you, not h- trying to hire, hire you. And I'm wow. like, yeah, that's pretty egregious, dog. That's yeah. actually literally what you just said you don't do. Like you're right. affecting. So imagine going into a workplace or a place where you're looking for employment, and the person is like, uh, I wish we were going on a date and I'd have to give you this job. Like, <laughs> And then you get the job and have to work there with this creepy yeah, person. Exactly. And if I don't get the job, are you just, like, not giving me a job so you can call me one day? Like, just completely unprofessional. And uh, I get why PBS had to let him go. Um, let's see who else is fucking up and... Trash. Wasn't there there was some anchor or uh, the reporter that had like some button under his desk that would lock doors? Matt, Matt Lauer. Yeah, Matt uh, yeah. Really, like he was Dr. Claw and shit. These people are, but I've heard about something about But I that, mean, like, uh, when I heard about it, the people who were talking about it were like, 
That's Why like James would Bond. you even install it? But like the person installing the button should have been like nine one one, please. Yeah. <laughs> so so what I heard about the um what I heard about the button from I have a friend, an inside source who worked at a uh, in the, in the NBA executive office in New York. And so that's not that uncommon to have the yeah, button. It's, a, it's an industry thing. Yeah, it's like a panic thing. Like, say there's a terrorist attack or something or whatever. Okay. But you so can't like, make it across the office a lot. I mean, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. You hit the button at your desk. It locks the door to keep, you know, keep the seal you in. It's supposed to alert security. Oh. So then it's, oh, we have an emergency in so-and-so's office. Let's get security down there. And so it wasn't hooked into that. Right. Like a panic so either, either it right. was and someone was ignoring it mm-hmm. or it wasn't and that part, like, there's Maybe some... connected it. Right. Something. So it was still shady. Or disconnected it because I guarantee oh, yeah. you some period of time it may have been connected and he was like, hey, could you disconnect this? Mm-hmm. And well, they cut it off. I'm just wondering, like, what's the scenario where you look out your office window, you see a guy coming towards your door with a hatchet that's mm-hmm. already bloodstained and you can't make it to the door in time to lock it so you have yeah. this button on your desk. How often does that take place? It you know? can't. It, I mean, I'm assuming it's not often. I yeah. hope, you know, but that's the only scenario I can see where you would need it to be able, where you can't make it I mean, across the room before. I you guess it's one of those way. things I'd rather that's have good. the button than not. <laughs> like if you offered it to me, I'd be like, well, sh- I guess, like put that <laughs> right, shit yeah. on there. Well, you know, the more you have, the more paranoid you are about what you have. Yes. And if you are in a position, the higher of a power you're in, the more paranoid you are about your life. Right. Because you love everything about your life. And, like, I can see that happening yeah. in, like, um, especially after, like, Charlie Hebdo stuff, yeah. like, some of the terrorist attack. Like, there are probably people that think that they could be in line for something like that. So right. maybe that's why they do it. But I don't know. Somebody want to kill your ass. The door ain't going to stop them. <laughs> um, right. Anyway, uh, back, more about Tavis Smiley. So um, he said, he did this interview, said, I intend to fight back. Then uh, he did admit to having relationships with subordinates and sending lewd messages, but denied claims of sexual misconduct. And he demanded that PBS name his accusers. What is his wow. definition of sexual misconduct? <laughs> I'm your boss and I'm sending you lewd sex messages, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's only sexting. Yeah, listen, it's just my dick. I don't know what's. Also, can you have them papers on my desk by six? Uh, all right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he said, I have never groped, I've never coerced, I've never exposed myself inappropriately. To you. He also said so that no favoritism long. or upward movement was provided to individuals mm-hmm. who engaged in relationships with him over the years. Like, you start to process yourself out of, like, like reason yourself as to why you're okay doing Right. That. Like, it's not as bad as X, Y, and Z. So this is still not... I did an experiment one time. Mm-hmm. I um I wanted to see if a watched pot never boils. I just mm-hmm. I I mean like you know in your head like it's gonna boil mm-hmm. right, but I didn't define what boiling was. So I kept watching this pot and there would be little bubbles, but that's not boiling. And then the bubbles would be a little bit more, but that's just still bubbles, you know. It's not mm-hmm. enough. And I'm like, oh well, it's popping up a bit, but it's not roiling yet, so it's not really boiling. And in your head, you're sitting there just coming up with why it's not boiling, right? And I think that's really <laughs> important to get. And I don't know why I felt like doing it. I like perspectives. So I just mm. do random stuff, but I think it's really important to get because it's the same in these circumstances. You're sitting there like, well, I only went this far. It's not this, or I made it. Maybe I made it that far, but I didn't. You know, there's more that. It, you know, well, this is kind of weird because I feel like we just became best friends in my head because I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even joking. Like, I'll, whenever I'm cooking, I'll be following instructions and it'll be like, bring the water to a boil, and then I'll be looking at it like. Like, nah. is it boiling? Like, <laughs> and I really will watch it till it's about the phone, and I'm like, okay, clearly this is boiling. <laughs> like, yeah. at some point, I lost 
the track to like the pot's overflowing and i'm like clearly i passed the mark now this is why i think it's extremely important for us to teach our kids young what is the line right define the line don't just sit there and call it a gray area right and be like well sometimes this but sometimes that so no tell them right this is what boiling is right define it first so then when they reach it they're like oh i think it's boiling and that's one of the things i find interesting about sexual harassment at work we all watch that video like if you ever had like a straight job like a nine to five if you ever had like a wendy's job they make us all sit down and watch the same yep. corny HR video. I'm sorry, but these videos are so stupid. They're, they're so stupid. They're like, It's they like, how can you not graphics. get that? They literally have a segment in every video. <laughs> Tip for tat, quid pro quo. It means you can't trade, like, ask for sexual favors. And they'll be like, a manager like, Jane, if you want to get some overtime, let me see them titties or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Bob, back up. This is wrong. And, you know, and they go through all that. And then you have a dude like Tavis Smiley on national TV. Like, well, if I can't get no hoes at work, where am I supposed to get some hoes? It's crazy. <laughs> well, they don't show the subtle stuff. And I think that's what's important. They right. show these over, these uh, over dramatic, the right. like, show me your titties and maybe I'll give you that. I don't know about like, that. Right. We don't start there. But the one right. that I took for my company was like real life. Exam- they've updated it. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Examples. They're subtle. They need to do that with There's them. a special <laughs> one that you have to watch if you're a manager. So mm-hmm. there's no, I know PBS has access right. to the things that mm-hmm. the company I work for has access oh, to. Oh, I wasn't excusing not no. better. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is like, it's pretty like the corny, like whatever videos right. are kind of a thing of the past now right. and if you are the boss you have in my company at least you had to watch a special version of it if you were and even in people. like right. other jobs that i've had they've had like protocol like if you're in a relationship with someone at your job you need to go to hr and let us know yeah you know yeah. like that and in that's not handbook. so rare yeah. yeah you know what i mean so like to see a dude who was the boss and he a did. contractor on pbs on national tv being like, what? I can't fuck people I work with? Right. Wow. <laughs> this is really getting crazy these days. The PC mafia. It's not like he wasn't kind of famous. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, he's kind of famous. People know him. It's not like this is the only place you're ever going to meet a woman if no you're Travis Smiley. Yeah. It's so, but they do know that society in general will go, oh, it's a gray area. Yeah. And that's what they're relying on. Because I don't think at any point he didn't know this was wrong. Of course yeah. not. And when they confronted him, he didn't need to know their names. I, I worry about people like that when they're like, I, I need to know the names of my accusers because I'm like, so you can Why? do what though? You want to you sue them? Yeah. You want to harass them? You know PBS did the investigation. <laughs> like you know that it's already, you know they got 10 witness accounts. Mm-hmm. When they called you in the office, you may have thought, oh, I'm going to have a chance to defend myself. No, 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 no. We did the work. <laughs> right. This is just to let you know we did the work and you can yep. get the fuck out. Anyway. Right. We ain't saved yet. It's oh, been like 90 yeah, minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was just letting like him cook. Did you want to save real quick? All right. He got. He said he got it. Okay. That's uh, like uh, that comedian who spanked the sad clown. Like, uh, uh, what, what was his name? Spank the sad clown. I'm yeah, sorry, what he, the? he was, he was whacking off in front of all these other comedians. <laughs> oh, Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He we, said oh. he was apologizing <laughs> to women. <laughs> that was the longest oh. roundabout to get to Louis C.K. I was, I was like, like, I don't know that bitch. Doing in front of the kids, the sad clown. That's that's what we call it in the south. You know, yeah, spank the sad clown. Right? Okay, uh, well, we got so a show funny. title. I but, know, like the tears, the tears, my clown. 
happen when you get that app and your swimmers ain't swimming? They call it the sad clown. Right. That would be a good podcast title. I just typed it down because that's totally the title. Fake the sad clown. I've never heard that. He was apologizing to women for shit he hadn't done to them because he couldn't remember who he did what to. That's the other thing. A lot of these dudes think they're like defending themselves by being like, listen, I understand it's the worst night of your life. I just don't even remember there's so many women. I'm like, that's like a bad pattern of behavior, my mood, my dude. <laughs> right. It so sounded like, like it could have been a one-off. Now it sounds like you do this every Tuesday. Like he was like, "I'm sorry for the wig in the elevator," and she's like, "I was never in an elevator with you." He's like, "Oh shit, that was somebody else." Yeah. <laughs> like he literally was doing that to people. Like, right. He apologized for shit he hadn't done. Kevin yeah. Spacey. He was like, "I'm sorry about this one thing that y'all just found out, and since y'all know about this, I'm just gonna tell you that way worse stuff is right. about to come you know, out." Okay. Also, I'm gay, so let's yeah. like let's like concentrate on the positive. I'm out of the closet now. And I think we should move on. Let bygones be bygones. That's old shit. Woo, yeah. I work. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, but that's not going to be your cop out. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm, like, I'm sure all gay people be like, no. Nobody Oh, man. That. Gay people was mad as fuck. No like, people. I, yeah, like, I really went on my Twitter and yeah. was like, who said? Oh, okay. It was Kevin Spacey. I thought yeah. someone said something like super homophobic or something. I was like, oh, they getting somebody. What did Kevin Spacey do? <laughs> then it was like, oh, he came out. Oh, as a distraction from the fact that he's uh, yeah, being accused. But you don't okay. use that as. Mm, I'm sorry, right. I won't yeah, get yeah. on that soapbox. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, not to, I'm not gonna name any names, but I did work for a huge multinational corporation for 13 years, okay. and in that 13 years, <clears throat> we had to spend a big part of our budget to settle three sexual harassment Ooh. lawsuits. Levied, levied against our CEO. Mm. Yeah. See, that's the thing, too, is when people talk about rape culture and stuff, that's the kind of stuff they're talking about that is already built into a corporate structure mm-hmm. of, well, we will have to pay out some people for sexual assault. They got obviously. a budget line for that. Literally. Right. Like, Harvey Weinstein had it as part of his contract. Like, if we if I settle these things, I don't get fired, I don't face a penalty or anything, and here's the amount of money we can settle for. That's retarded. Yeah, that means okay. the entire company is now complicit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and so. not getting a raise because that money went to that person over there who got traumatized. Oh yeah, right, right. Like Come somewhere on. the CEO of McDonald's, like we can't afford to give these guys another twenty five cents. So, because I got to get some more sexual assault here, dog. I can't help it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he said he intends to fight back, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, he also went on to say, first of all, I own the company. And there's a team of people that run the company, and I've never given anyone any employment instruction to do anything to anyone with whom I've had a consensual relationship. What? Um, Why well, don't own PBS? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Also, like that, he doesn't see that him owning the company is the problem. Right. <laughs> That's it's the implied so power structure. Yeah. Like, can I even say no to you if you ask me out? Like, what are the rules here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we should do something tonight. I. Is it work related? No. <laughs> hmm. Well then, how I much? Know. Let me look at my rent real quick. <laughs> right. All right, I guess we'll go out, Tavis. Um, but yeah, he also, you know, he did not deny the claims that he had a verbally threatening environment, though. So good for his honesty. Um, let's see who else is acting up. Uh, oh, Al Franken said he's not giving up his voice. Which is fine. Nobody asked him to give up his voice. <laughs> job. His job, yeah. yeah. Run again with the sexual allegations out in public. He'll probably win if he runs again. If he runs as a Republican, he will. Yeah, for sure. Well, if he runs as a Republican, I mean, that motherfucker would be a piece of shit for, like, even worse. But uh, I think, honestly, uh, some of this stuff, um, being out in the open, helps some of these guys mm-hmm. in general. 
because then they can do contrition they can they can whether it's real or not they can be rehabilitated quote unquote and he can run again if people really like him and his platform he can run again and be like well look it's been x amount of time i you know where i stand i admitted i was wrong for that blah 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 and i do think there's a benefit to society to the idea of rehabilitation the idea of forgiveness the idea of people being allowed back in the problem right now is we're not at a place where people want to be rehabilitated. We're at a place where people don't admit any wrong. They claim to be the that victim of their own actions. Yep. And uh, so far, anyway, to a certain extent, Al Franken is one of the most contrite, even though I think he still has room to go. I would like to see him attempt to come back and see what happens with that rather than, uh, you know, what I, I mean, I don't care if he gets thrown away in general, but, like, I would like to see an, a, a case of somebody that was like, I'm sorry, I was wrong what what do i do in my life from here on right um, he needs one of those changeable number things that's been this many days since i was a shithead <laughs> you know? yeah everyone else is just so it's, it's that's just how low the bar is everyone else is so unrepentant like that's what bothers me the most i think that is yeah like everybody else is like and like dog that's it's pretty bad i don't know y'all tripping um, <laughs> mario batali got hit with a second Ooh. a second round of sexual assault cases who is he he is a celebrity chef. chef. Where's the ugly shoes? Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, we talked about that dude before. They lost his deal with the Crocs people. He's right. the Croc guy. Yeah, he's the Croc guy. Is he the one who uh, released a statement at the end, had a recipe attached to it? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah you reminded me that. Yeah, uh, he apologized and was like, hey, go check my go check out my recipe. Right, he's like, sorry about all this sexual assault. Also, you know what I love during November? Really? Biscuits. Biscuits. Check out this <laughs> recipe for biscuits. I was like, this is a crazy really? you did like okay like you know sometimes you go through great trauma and you need some comfort food yeah uh, apparently yeah. apparently so when did they stop it. teaching shame like it was after i left school right, right. Yeah. it's gone yeah when did they stop teaching no shame? instead we've replaced it with entitlement right Ooh, we have a very strong entitlement culture in many 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 respects i agree Four women and one man who worked for Batali in a professional capacity told the Washington Post that the restauranteur made crass come-ons, grope them, and verbally harass them. Three of the accusations stem from a 2010 Vanity Fair party that Batali uh, hosted at his Los Angeles hotspot, Osteria Moza. One woman who worked for the restaurant alleged that he arrived to the bash heavily intoxicated and told her, I want to see you naked in my hot tub back in the hotel. <laughs> Wow. She said she tried to ignore the comment, but later in the night he leaned. She leaned over a high top table. He allegedly shoved his hand between her legs and groped her crotch. A male Vanity Fair staffer who attended the same party said Batali consumed multiple drinks that night and berated women when he declined when uh, he declined Batali's offer of a mojito. Oh, berated him. Okay. Um, He's very forcefully, he very forcefully screams, drink or die, the staffer recalled. <gasps> a third attendee who, what if he's like an alcoholic? In like, recovery just, or something. Yeah, yeah, like I don't drink, man. I'm an alcoholic. And he's like, drink or die. All right, boss. Or die. Uh, <laughs> right. A third attendee who worked for Vanity Fair told the Post, Batali grabbed at her arm when she denied his demand for a kiss and ominously warned her, you're making a big mistake. You should get in the car and we should make out. Okay, cool. And so he's going to come around and say, oh, well, that wasn't sexual harassment because I was drunk? Right. 
um so yeah he put out a um statement saying i apologize profoundly to the people i've mistreated and hurt the entire day of events around the party i was the personification of idiocy as drunken and idiotic fool with no respect for the staff at osteria moza uh the behavior was horribly wrong shameful and degrading there are no excuses i wish i could have had the day back and do it right i take full responsibility for my deplorable action i'm deeply sorry for any pain humiliation and anguish i caused (laughs) Meanwhile, two more women alleged, alleged to the Post that the super chef made unwanted sexual advances right. towards them as well. Crazy. One woman said he grabbed her buttocks during her tenure at his New York City restaurant, Babo. Uh, while another said she encountered him in 2004 at a West Village hotspot called Spotted Pig for drinks. Uh, the woman said Batali br- uh, brusquely, request, brusquely, brusquely requested cigarettes and she obliged. He then dropped the cigarettes and when she bent down to pick them up, he allegedly grabbed her underwear. No. Oh. This nigga thought he was in Porky's or some shit. <laughs> the woman said. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I don't smoke. All right, this is like some real juvenile ass harassment. <laughs> the woman said she complained to the owner, uh, co-owner Ken Friedman, and he told her to get in fucking line. Oh wow! Which means he was harassing that many people. That he's like another one. <laughs> oh my god! Take a number, okay? Wow. Uh, so yeah, he was hit with the sexual assault allegations of his own on Tuesday. The new claim. Oh, Friedman got hit with his own allegations on Tuesday. So he he also was in the game. The new claims uh, came one day after four women, three of whom worked for Batali, accused the chef of inappropriate touching in an eater report. Uh, as a result, Batali stepped away from his restaurant empire. He's 57 years old, which includes eateries in cities like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and New York. And he backed down from his co-hosting duties at ABC's daytime talk show, The Chew. He also runs the Batali and Bastianch Hospitality Group, which said it would bring in an outside firm to investigate any additional claims that arise. Batali apologized Monday for the first slew of allegations admitting his actions disappointed many people. Okay, um, uh, good point, Never, like, I guess, at least he anyway. apologized. Yeah. yeah. But, you know? like, no, don't ever know. There needs to be an act of contrition, though. Wasn't that, from, like, part of the whole, like, apology thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess he got roasted. <laughs> <laughs> he just got sauteed in flames. Mm-hmm. 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 I guess, you know, him and, his, him and Friedman, that's like a real pot calling the kettle black situation. <laughs> yeah, he just got deep fried. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh, Nick, you acting spicy over there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's play some Guess the Race, guys. Well, I had a song, so I'm just going to get right into it. All right. Wait. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little too early. Uh, they finally caught him, guys. Okay. The guy that's been plaguing all of us. I'm sure every person in this room has had a run in with him. Uh-oh. The Nigerian prince that keeps sending us all them goddamn emails. <laughs> <here. laughs> they found him. <laughs> I never got my damn money. <laughs> a 67-year-old Slidell man who served as a go-between for an international team of scammers running a Nigerian prince email scam has been arrested after an 18-month investigation. Good God. Michael oh. Niu, N-E-U, who is neither a Nigerian nor a prince, <laughs> has been charged with 269 counts of wire fraud and money laundering. Good God. That's it? He helped shuttle fraudulently obtained money to his co-conspirators, some of whom actually do live in Nigeria. The ubiquitous scheme, which begins with an email, is sent to an unsuspecting recipient. The scammer's claim uh, has been named as the beneficiary of a will. 
Uh, I wonder if my lawyer of the law right. has anything. I hope not. I'll, I'll think. I think my lawyer of the law. <laughs> did not real. Uh, well, that's your that's your opinion. Uh, it's designed to collect personal information, then it's used to steal money and identities online. The scheme nets millions of dollars each year, according to SPD, and is difficult to track since many of the participants operate outside the U.S. <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is," said Police Chief Randy Fandle. Uh, never give out personal information over the phone through email, cash checks of other, for other individuals or wire large amounts of money to someone you don't know 99.9% of the time it's a scam other versions of the scam involve people claiming to represent law enforcement agencies or utility companies oh so they didn't say lawyers so I'm in the clear guys <laughs> to <laughs> avoid identity theft scams like this ask for a callback number if, if, are y'all serious anyway Callback number. I like to say, like, listen, if a Nigerian prince emails you, just get his phone number, and then, like, the money's totally legit. Uh, (laughs) All right, Karen, guess the race of Mr. Randy Michael New. Michael New? N-E-U. He's not Nigerian. He's not a prince. So I'm going to say he's the middleman, so he's white. Okay. Nick Jew? I'm going to pass because I've seen this. Okay. Danny? Hmm. Michael New? Mm-hmm. Isn't NEU like an Asian thing? I don't know. I don't want to uh, <laughs> give you any hints. Um, on a Vietnamese sound. All right. Well, I was going to say Asian because that sounds like an Asian name. Do right. we have to be more specific or just Asian? No, Asian's fine. Yeah. I can't tell if he's from Vietnam. Discusser. What about you, Mike? Hmm. Oh, that is a good question, actually. Yeah. Oh, what, Dane, what was the question? How much time did he serve? Uh, it hadn't been sentenced yet. Oh, yeah. Life. That would have been, like, in no time. Okay, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was going to say. <laughs> Release on his own recognizance. Hmm. That sounds like something a white piece of shit scumbag would do. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh-huh. Okay. Shots fired. <laughs> Dang, what about you? He's free right now. He's white. All right. The correct answer is, and everybody got it, uh, except for Danny. He's white. <laughs> Why well, said Asian? Oh, both of y'all went Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dexter, in solidarity, they both are wrong. Um, but yeah, he is a Nigerian. Prince. Oh, well, then y'all get the boo. I'm doing sound effects, so y'all get boo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know, right? For those of you listening, it's like crashing bottles. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> uh, here's one. A Inglewood man. Inglewood up to no good. California. What y'all know about that? Uh, an Inglewood man stabbed his brother-in-law at least 25 times on a CTA bus, partially disemboweling him in front of other Damn. riders. Woo, what did he what? cut Damn, him with? Mm-hmm. You know, that's wild. I've never seen the word embow without dis in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be emboweled. <laughs> that's like you're not gruntled, right? Right. Nope. It's like if, uh, like if someone, like, disemboweled you but they took you to the hospital and then the the doctor stuffed your guts back inside of you is that emboweling how's that work let's go with yes yeah all right (laughs) a judge denied bail for darnell r scott 37 who was accused of stabbing his 50 year old brother-in-law numerous times with a two-inch pocket knife as the two rode the number 63 63rd street bus thursday around 6 30 p.m the victim suffered numerous wounds to his abdomen arms leg neck and back shoulders and his crack of his head, ah! 
before the bus came to a stop in the 300 block of west 63rd street according to cook county prosecutors and police the attack left the man partially disemboweled um his right hand heavily bandaged uh wait oh wait okay attorney's state assistant wait assistant state attorneys craig Tsaizi told the court as scott his right hand heavily bandaged listen scott of the first block of west 65th street is charged with aggravated battery with great bodily harm and is scheduled to return to court next week the incident began with scott getting on the bus and walking to the rear past his brother-in-law without saying a word despite being related by marriage the men do not share a friendly relationship and had spoken for some time oh what was the first hint the brother-in-law approached scott and the men got into a fight that ended with scott punching the older man while prosecutors didn't say what triggered the blow scott's arrest report states the brother-in-law told police later he was hit after asking the young man if he had previously sent people to jump him i would say the answer is probably yes as the two men wrestled on the bus floor scott pulled out the knife stabbed the victim as some passengers recorded video on their cell phone. Oh, wow. Sideways or no? <laughs> the man was taken to a Stroger Hospital in critical condition. Uh, Scott, who was arrested after getting off the bus, was also hospitalized for his injuries. Officers also found a gray-handled knife and took it to evidence. They say Scott admitted stabbing the victim. Cook County Judge John F. Light Jr. Uh, noted that it was his brother it was the brother-in-law who approached Scott on the bus but denied bail at the prosecutors reiterated Scott threw the first punch Scott was also ordered to have no contact with the victim Scott is a married father of three and will be able to seek a reduced bond at his next hearing guess the race of Darnell M Darnell R. Scott black Karen's Mm -hmm. going black Nick Jew that's a black Uh, Danny Danny hit the shrug that is the sign oh, of no because you said I, I, I misunderstood your question oh guess the race of darnell r scott the guy who tried to disembowel the, the other guy you Is said that, white why did you back walk I that back said white oh at okay. first oh because i was hearing uh, but then she's trying to steal their notes and change her answer you know? oh you know <laughs> first of all it's not illegal to change your answer it's till the buzzer right. on guess the race so i mean if you don't feel comfortable with your initial gut reaction you can always change it so. i change my answer before baby all the yeah. time <laughs> so where are you going with danny <laughs> danny is okay danny is shrugging her shoulder i don't know black. what that means black for uh, dexter mike that's a tough one um <clears throat> mike's a thinker i know it takes forever to play chess with mike <laughs> <laughs> no um i'd say white all right. What about you, Dane? The way he did it, that's like, how many black serial killers do you know? That was like serial killers. <laughs> that was pretty messed up. So I'm, I was thinking uh, he might be some like. Dane. I think he's white. Into the mic. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, into the mic. Oh, my fault. Yeah. As, uh, as serial killer as it sounded, I think he's probably white. All right. Well, the correct answer is black. He is yes. Black. <laughs> oh, okay. The giveaway was. Darnell. Darnell. <laughs> I like that first name. I was like, that cat. Not a lot of white Darnells. Well, unless you're a hillbilly or something. Right? <laughs> yeah, not that there's none. Just not a lot. Not so, and also Inglewood. Um, <laughs> and the way yeah. they said it, he sent somebody to jump him. Most white people don't send anybody to yeah. jump somebody. That's true. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, That's I true. forgot about that. That yeah. is true. All right, last one, guys. I was sitting there thinking about the the time. Like, I was thinking, like, like they're actually giving him time to... 
be considered and, and mm. be a, a husband. And I was sitting Correct. there, and they did like, bring up that he was a father of like, three and married. Yeah, and I'm like, if you're considering all that stuff, usually that's white. And I was like, mm-hmm. then, but then you got, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm that's, like, I don't know. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's what tripped me up. I was going off the whole father. Yeah, so. yeah, you got in your head about it, man. I overthink these sometimes myself. <laughs> it's always a gut feeling, though. Darnell, I knew right away. <laughs> An Oklahoma woman, this is the last one, bonus round. What? An Oklahoma woman <laughs> who married her biological mother last September. What? Has Wait, pled what? guilty to incest on Tuesday. Right. Yeah, white lot. that one more time. <laughs> An Oklahoma woman who married her biological mother last September pleaded guilty to incest on Tuesday. A victimless crime, though. What? Okay. Misty, Misty Velvet Dawn Span. That's the problem right there. <laughs> was set for a jury trial, but instead pleaded guilty in exchange for 10 years probation. Her mother, Patricia Span, 44, will appear in court for the same charge in January. Misty Span, 26, married her biological mother, who was formerly named Patricia Ann Clayton. How's the math work on that? <laughs> right? right? My mom took my last they name. They already has the last same last right. name. Like what? That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Patricia Stan. Well, probably blah. took a father's name, and the mom didn't take that name. Maybe. And then she got her and father's then, name back in the yeah. marriage. Like to that. that is a lot of. That's, that's a, a lot to unload. It's easier when the Lannisters do it. You know. Yeah. Right. Just keep it's it in smoother. The um. But yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Although that is like Game of Thrones, every time they refer to Joffrey as like Baratheon, I'm like, oh yeah, that is right. Yeah, I'm supposed right. to pretend that I don't know these these people are incesting. Um, <laughs> but Missy Span, 26, married her biological mother, who was formerly Patricia and Clayton. Patricia Span lost custody of Misty and two other children when they were young. The kids were adopted by their grandmother and didn't have contact with Patricia Span until they were adults. The two women reconnected in 2014 and reportedly hit it off. And decided to get fa- get married. Uh, Patricia, <laughs> it's like some what? weird Oedipus Rex story, like mm-hmm. female style. And retarded. there's a phenomenon. Right. It has a name. I don't know it offhand, oh. but genetic like, sex uh, something something GSA yeah. GSA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people who, who were not raised together or who a parent who gave up a child, they meet as adults and they have this like very strong sexual attraction to each other that they cannot explain. Uh, Sigmund Freud would have to feel better with that. Right? Yeah. Glad my parents raised me, man. That's scary. <laughs> hate to meet some old person and be like, I don't know why, but I just want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, for no reason. Like, we have so much in Sorry, common. Dad. Yeah, <laughs> we are brother and sister. You laugh just like me, you know what I'm saying? See, uh, right. Your yeah. hairline look like mine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Patricia Spann told officials she didn't think marrying Misty was illegal because her name is no longer listed as her daughter's on her daughter's birth certificate. Okay, so that explains the whole adoption thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that she wasn't on the birth certificate is how they were able to get a marriage license. Mm-hmm. Their marriage didn't come under uh, come to light until the Oklahoma Department of Human Services child welfare investigation uh, investigator did an inquiry that led her to believe that the couple was having an incestuous relationship. The this isn't the first time Patricia Spann has married one of her offspring. What? what? Yes, things That's are getting too spicy for the pepper. Mm-hmm. Oh! In 2008, she married her biological son. Oh! Oh! Now see, she got a type. 
<laughs> her own type. Mm. Uh, yeah. mm. My DNA or something. I wonder if that's just extreme narcissism right there. Yeah. <laughs> also, and how much game do you have family. to pull your son and, and your, your daughter? daughter? Yeah, that's true. Like, that's crazy. Like, her game is like multisexual and everything. Her game's tighter than her parenting skills. Oh, mm. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a plot twist I was not expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I don't know. I was quasi expecting it. Yeah. Ah! I Mm. You was listening to this article her like, and she probably married her son just, too. Like, and there's all, yeah. <laughs> Danny got the sixth sense for incest. <laughs> you know. Great, that's something I should brag to all my friends about now. Right. She, <laughs> Danny, the first episode of Game of Thrones, Danny would be like, I like, already oh, figured out the plot. I they already all together. Right. They were all together. So, was there like originally a husband somewhere? Um, I don't know. Okay, I guess a father. Wait, did she know it was her kid when she married? When she hooked uh, up? Probably. Um, like she did. Sound like she did. Well, they might not have known or know what. Sound like she did. That union <laughs> was annulled after eighteen months when her son was citing with her son citing incest as the reason. You know the other thing about that though is um, she didn't think she was on a list the second right? time around. Yeah, right. right. Like, oh, she done married one of her kids again. <laughs> well, at least she puts a ring on it. I mean, she ain't just going to fuck around, you know? That's true. That's true you yeah. know? She all about putting a ring on it. That's why I always say, man, why buy the kid if you can get the milk for free? Right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Uh, Missy Spann. right now. <laughs> Missy, Missy Spann filed for it by reason of illegality and fraud to get their marriage uh, annoyed, saying her mother had claimed that she had received legal advice claiming the marriage was legal. I like that that's the reason it's a no. Not, yeah. mom, this is kind of weird and incesty. It was, you know, your lawyer said he lied, so I don't believe you. Anyway, guess the race of this family. Uh, Karen? Bigelow White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Nick? There are a lot of cues pointing to our way, but I'm gonna, gonna say white. Alright, what about you, Daddy? White. Dexter? This is. Gotta be white. Mike. Westerosi? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Middle of Oklahoma, yeah. Alright, the correct white. answer is white. <laughs> My favorite thing about their mugshot, and unfortunately we're not in the chat room so people can't see it. Both of them showed up to the police wearing Superman jerseys. <laughs> not Superman costumes. <laughs> Superman jerseys. They like make sport those? jerseys. Yeah, what are yeah, they? They even dress alike. Yeah, it's it's like a. Uh, oh, it is. Uh-huh. Oh, right, they, got I, too. they oh. must have been going to incest con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yeah. You know, I'm actually somewhat certain that there is one. <laughs> you know, I don't it's the gram. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust you because you have the incest sense. And <laughs> <laughs> they have message boards for Do the not GSA Google. people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it oh. held in West Virginia? Or, uh, <laughs> Probably. And yes. Oh, the internet is a scary place. All right. <laughs> Last thing, guys. We got to do sword ratchetness. All right. Trying to wrap this bad boy up. That just sounds racist, Karen. Don't do that. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> uh, got swords clanking against each other. Everyone's a little bit racist. Claremore <laughs> police say a man admits to sword slaying and arranging a double body in the lake. After a man was stabbed to death with a sword Sunday in Claremore, suspects... Asian. The su- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
no you're wrong <laughs> the suspect who police admitted to the attack reportedly uh oh who police say admitted to the attack reportedly called a relative to help him dump the body in the lake the new details were included in an arrest report for michael eugene spears 53 who was booked into the rogers county jail on complaints of first degree murder and robbery in the death of mark mckinney 51 mckinney's body was found about 6 30 a.m sunday uh after officers were dispatched on a well-being check uh he was found with at least eight stab wounds to his torso mm-hmm. and extri- neck and extremities oh authorities say the attack occurred during an altercation between the two men according to the arrest report spears told officers during an interview that mckinney attacked him in his bedroom and that he stabbed mckinney at least one time mm-hmm. mckinney told officers he blacked out and did not know the to the extent to what he had done to McKinney. It's, it says Spears recalled pulling a sword from McKinney's torso after the altercation because McKinney did not deserve to have a sword left in him. He didn't see the poetry of using a spear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, was was, I mean, that would have been my go-to, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I love how you have a go-to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if his last name was Spear, yeah. Right. Since his last name is Gold, he just goes his enemy. Just, today. Well, it's like C murder <laughs> didn't do burglary. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like you should be. murder went to jail for C murder. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's bad that we're laughing. <laughs> Listen, this whole episode has been us laughing at fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's kind of the game. It's either this or cry, and I ain't gonna cry for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So dehydrated. <laughs> yes. The report said Spears then called a friend, Larry Jean McCoy, and asked him to come to his resident. White. White, yes. <laughs> Spears told detectives that he suggested to McCoy that he checked McKinney, McKinney's pockets for money and that McCoy did so. McCoy was arrested on a complaint of conjoint robbery. Uh, See, that's why I don't help out people. <laughs> right. Like, I got now I'm accessory to murder because you need some help moving a body. Right. Mm-hmm. The report said Spears admitted to being in possession of McKinney's cell phone, but told officers he did not intend to steal it. Just borrowing it, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring it back to his corpse. You just gotta put, you just gotta put it on you. Snapchat first, you know? All right. I need to yeah. make one phone call. The exact nature of the altercation between Spears and McKinney was not included in the report. Spears allegedly admitted to detectives that he asked a relative to bring a vehicle to his home and help him transport the body to a lake for disposal. The relative was not identified in the report. Spears and McCoy remained jailed on Monday. The state medical examiner's office determined the death to be a homicide, the second in Claremont this year. Which just started five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Wait. Wow. Okay. Yep. They move fast in Claremore. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. That's it for today. Thank mm-hmm. you so much, everyone, for thank participating you. here. Another um, good voiceover session. You guys are great. Thank you, man. Thank we appreciate you. it. We do. Uh, let's go around the room and tell everybody where to find us uh, real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Dane, where can people find you online? Uh, Twitter, Dane Goodwin1. Uh, Instagram, GridIronStar10. And Facebook, just search Robert Dane Goodwin. Do you still have your naked torso as your profile pic? Of course. Always. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. real, why would you not show it off? I know, <laughs> right? How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, well, you can find... I mean, where's your naked torso? Not, <laughs> not, no, where can you find it? All right. Take it off. The glare would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you can find me on Instagram... Facebook and Twitter at East Coast Giants Stiltwalkers. There you go. What about you, Dex? At Shadow Dog Prod. All right. Danny? You can find me on Facebook, Danny Adams, D A N I. Also on Twitter, um, at Chronicler9. That's Chronicle with an R9. And I am a writer, which is why I'm the Chronicler. So you can also find my books and stuff at 
www.chronicler9.com. Oh, cool. What about you, Nick Ju? What can they find you? You can't. No. All yeah. right. <laughs> Nick Ju, and I see J-U on Twitter and Nick the Jew on Instagram. And if they want to call your hotel room and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that guy last night. Don't. Time. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Uh, Karen, uh, you, they already know where to find you, but go ahead and tell them again. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at say that again. That is in D-A-T. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at say that again. I made my account public. And so. uh, you guys already know where to find me. Um, so we'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.